with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, and with me all the way across the water is the ghost editing, ghost hunting, Mr. Steve Parsons. Good evening, and I'm going to open by reporting something truly paranormal. Yeah, what is that? We've had three sunny days in a row. Isn't that like normal in the UK? Like you guys get all good weather no. all the time, huh? <clears throat> no, that's very unusual. <laughs> We're going to pay for it next week, though. Really? <laughs> yeah, we got storms are coming. Huh. Yeah, we're looking at 90 degrees for this week, and the entire country was up in the hundreds and crazy figures, but here in New England, we were just, uh, yeah, living in the 70s. Awesome. Well, there you go. But uh, hey, the, skies love- are still, the skies are still light enough here in the UK because uh, we're a bit north of you. Um, yeah. You can still read a book outdoors. It's nearly uh, 11 o'clock at night. Well, yesterday was the solstice, which is the longest day of the year, so. It was a very long day yesterday. <laughs> okay, I won't even go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, you remember that really interesting Japanese documentary? Yes. Yeah, well, they crashed it. Crash and burned? Crashed and burned. Budget uh, blew out on the American leg. Damn, damn Americans, you know <clears throat> what? They're the worst. Well, it all got eaten up in gasoline and... Uh, Everything else gone, not happening. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. So am I. But, but it uh, is what it is. Exactly, you words <clears throat> right out of my mouth. It is what it is. But that's um, I've been working on this project now for three and a half months. I know so it. It's a bit of a bit of a downer. Yeah. <clears throat> what are you going to do? Nothing you can do. Just have to. Uh, Suck it up. Yeah, so I have a computer that's not booting, so that's annoying, I'll tell you that much. But whatever. Anyways, so uh we are welcome to Ghost Chronicles International. And about two weeks ago, uh we had a letter from uh uh one of our Patreon listeners, Ghost Chronicles In Australia. Yes, yes, very, very lovely chap. Chat chapette. Lady, lady. Lady, I don't know what they well, well the problem nowadays is pronouns. I know that's the thing, you know. <clears throat> you, you know what? I I have no problem <laughs> calling girls guys if we're, you know, we're, we're talking to say, hey, you guys, give me a hand here or whatever. If especially if it's like multi multi gender, you know, if there are boys and girls, and you just say guys. I mean, it's just it's just a colloquialism. It's not a insulting thing but some people do. well according to a video that i watched today produced oh, by God, the united please. states produced by yeah. the united states navy yeah it actually uh, hey guys is an offensive term oh well it should be hey team or hey people yeah right yeah this is like that 
hippy dippy uh, uh, stuff that they do at corporate, you know, time. Uh, what is oh, it? yeah. Do you know, yeah. bonding and all that crap. I was saying to Mrs. P the other day because she she uh, she obviously, you know, um, works in corporate finance. Yeah. And she was saying, um, I've reached out to. I was, what do you mean you've reached out to? Did you email them? <laughs> and they they have all sorts of corporate speak. Like which one um, I reached out? That's that's common here. It's not common here. Oh. And um, sorry yeah, about they that. Have things they have things like a, um, a a weekly meeting that's called a group huddle. Oh, please just shoot me on that. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a group huddle. A what? Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, okay. Anyway, <coughs> All right. So, anyways, it's a couple of weeks ago, we we uh, had a new Patreon member, uh, Trish Alexander from Australia, who uh, sent us a question. It's you know, we we like questions. You know, we like. Yeah, uh, if you've got a question, just stick it on our uh, Facebook page. Yeah, and uh, if, we'll, if you we'll, don't, yeah, we won't have to talk it on the air. If you don't want us to talk it on the air, well, we won't. We won't bring it up on the air but uh you know i did ask permission and uh she said yes so that's why we we did but anyways uh so anyway she said uh, thank you so much for listening I, i'm not thank you so much i was listening to the program I was pleasantly surprised when my question got the first half of the podcast and i was delighted yes and you're getting more time trish uh, <laughs> i can definitely rule out the uh and now, for those who don't know, let's give you a quick synopsis. She ha- has she's from Australia. She bought a house uh, several times during her time in this house. She's smelled pipe tobacco, and uh, <laughs> you know it was really uh, you know it sounded like it felt like it was like really close and everything. So she investigated it on her own and, and couldn't find any source of it. So she asked Steve and I about it. And uh, we gave her some suggestions. Yeah, that was her first mistake. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> she, these are answered. She answered our, our suggestions. I can definitely rule out residual res, residual pipe smoke. That was your theory, as yeah. there was definitely no pipe smokers in the two previous owners of the house, and was the house was also dark for twenty years before it was renovated in two thousand three. So that's. Okay. She rules that out. Uh, third, she's third old since then. She says, however, she is liking Steve's suggestion regarding the experiment with smells and how quite a few uh, subjects mix Mr. Coffee for tobacco. Remember, remember you brought that up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I'm still waiting for my email, but which I have not received. But that's another Do you know how, how difficult <laughs> that stuff is to source? Because the kits I used, it's, um, yeah. it's, it's gone. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, using corporate speak, I reached out to a number of manufacturers <laughs> and um, unfortunately it wasn't deemed to be a good seller. So oh, well. um, yeah. the, the few dregs of uh, the scent oil that I have remaining, although I understand that um, you can actually, and I'll be contacting you about it, I do have an alternative solution, which was go. suggested by one of the manufacturers. That's right. We'll, we'll talk about that off here. But I just did want to mention it. So, anyways, uh, so you got a cold or something there, Steve? Uh, pollen. I think it's just pollen. Uh, it's, it's, been, yeah. it's been brutal this year, anyways. 
so anyways, uh, so she could rule out that, the, the, but she was interested in the, uh, the what do you call it, the thing you brought up. Where yeah, you can the, alter- the, yeah, the alternative. The alternative aroma. Yeah. Uh, aromas. Okay. And she says, you, however, meeting me, suggested maybe a link uh, to the paranormal, to a pipe smoker. And the only reason I know what pipe smoke smells like is because my step-grandfather smoked pipe. Uh, he died when he was 11, and I am now 59. So uh, she goes on to say that they were never close. She thought he was, she thought, he thought her, she was a spoiled brat, yada, yada, some other stuff that was in there. Actually, he was a crabby old bastard, is her exact words. <laughs> so uh, that's how she, she knew it. Pipe tobacco. Well, you should have picked up on him then. <laughs> what? Well, it's one of those. It's what pipe tobacco is one of those aromas that you know you do recognize. Um, Not always. You know, my my people were mistaken. Well, They'll say that's that's. Scott's, it does. I mean, you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's something that, else. That's true, but um, a cigarette. I had, I had a grandfather who was a pipe smoker, and there is, you know, that distinctive. Oh yeah aroma of uh you don't mistake pipe tobacco and cigar smoke for cigarette smoke if you know it if you know it and yeah. i think it would be quite difficult to mistake pipe tobacco for cigarette smoke uh, uh some of um, the well i i i, I agree 100 percent because i grew up with my father smoked pipes so uh you know i know what it smells like and i actually love the smell yeah. of pipe tobacco but uh anyways yeah so uh so that was kind of interesting, and and she asked us to look into something else too. If I had, we ever heard anything, but which we're not going to get right onto in the air. But so we want to thank Trish for uh, yeah, submitting the question and that. for the follow up, by the way. You know, because we'd like to, you know, did we help or was it? Oh. And and in all fairness, you know, it's not like we went down there investigators, Steve, right? No, no, no. Well, it would, however lovely that would be to go to Australia. Yeah. Um, Sixty-four thousand ways to die. <laughs> Unfortunately, that wasn't possible. But you can, you know, it is nice when you can help people um, or at least give them some assistance yeah. and encourage them to. Because in, you know, in all of these cases where people have phenomena taking place inside their houses, they are the best person to investigate yeah. uh, because they're 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 twenty-four-seven. True. But if they want a third opinion yeah. from us, I mean, we yeah. can't say that this is this or that. We gave her several alternatives and, and, right. and well, let that's her. What, that's what all we can do. We um, threw it. And that's all really an inve- any investigator, unless they're on site, can do is to offer suggestions. And then, you know, the, the homeowner or business owner in some cases can, uh, if they want to, they can, they can. Who conduct their own tests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, we like I said, if you do have a question, we'll be happy to <coughs> give our our best uh, shot at it. And uh, you can email us at anyghostproject at comcast dot net or the Parascience site, uh, or you can uh, message us on one of our pages, Ghost Chronicles International, or the Ghost Chronicles. Uh, radio Patreon page. And you could also become a member of uh, Ghost Chronicles Patreon too and have access to over 30 videos and 
uh, Ghost Chronicles, the magazine, as well as as when you become a member. So there you go on that. So um, do you want to start or uh, do you do have something? I've got a little bit of news. Um, came as a bolt from the bring up. I was giving you the opportunity because I kind of took. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I've just got a little bit of news um, because this week over on um, Twitter, there's one of these, uh, there's a guy here in the UK um, who I'm hoping to get on the show in the near future. And he's run, he, he runs a sort of paranormal uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's got a lot of followers. And most of the stuff that it contains is, is good quality, common sense sort of stuff. Oh, you know, cool. he, rev- he reviews bits of equipment and he, um, and it's this week he did um, a top 10 books on the paranormal you should have on your bookshelf. Oh, God, I know where this is going. Carry I on. Guess it, so there were 10 uh, uh-huh. books on the, on the list. You had six uh, or No, only three. Oh, geez. You're slipping. That's not, that's not, well, I've only got, yeah, he missed paracoustics, but. Um, he got ghostology in the two sets of guidance notes, so that's oh, cool. Oh, he did, okay. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's very cool. As we know, ghostology, if you haven't seen ghostology or read ghostology, <laughs> you've got to check it out. Uh, it is uh, now become the standard of ghost hunting, uh, uh, as far it's as I'm concerned. by it, um, the Ryan Education Institute. I, I was gonna, just going to say that. You know, it's much better if it comes from me than if you blow your own horn, Steve. But just oh, I like blowing my own horn. Yeah, I noticed that. hanging around with some Americans. Yeah, <laughs> no, the the self-effacing modest Brit. <laughs> yeah, what did they happen to him? Yeah, I remember. Oh, you've got to have a website. You need a website. You need oh, to tell people up. all about yourself. <laughs> yes. All right. So, I uh, I have something, and uh, you know that UFOs are coming really, really big in the news. They and are. Yes. See, Tic Tacs are now working Sport. underwater as well. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I thought they dissolved in water, but there you go. Mm, there you go. So anyways, uh, I, I saw this came across my desk and uh, it's about a, a blind woman known as Baba Vanga. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who was alleged mystic yeah. who purportedly. Yeah. yeah, let me finish and then you can comment. <laughs> who uh, purportedly made a number of accurate predictions about world events until her death in 1996 at age 85. That's right. The Notre Dame of the Balkans, Baba Vanga, is said to have foretold such events as 9-11, yada, 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 and all the other ones that's there in there. But let's get to the meat of this thing. Uh, prior to her death, Baba Vanga had plenty to say about what she thought might happen in 2022. Leading the list was a visitation from an alien civilization that, according to the mystic, would hitch a ride on a deep space object. This is particular Vanga prediction is strikingly close to something that happened in Wait a minute, 2017? I thought it was 2022. Oh, well. Uh, the year that an unusual object slid into the solar system. We get unusual objects all the time, by the way. Uh, anyways, so uh, the asteroid, uh, the asteroid or comet, which uh, only added Mr. to her prophecy, uh, in 2022, she was set to re- 
a return trip from the the object would uh, uh, arrive, and uh, I don't want to go through all this shit. Excuse me, did I say that in the? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, Sorry. fine. Anyway, but no anyways, problem. yes. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, here it is. Finally, before her death, uh, ba- Baba Vanger reportedly wrote out a long list of prophecies with some set to occur. You know, in her 2022 batch, allegedly stated that could be a whole new pandemic. Uh, and she points to Siberia as the author. And come on, let's get to the good thing. Uh, yeah, and see, they, they, oh, God, where is this? Do you know what you, you know what you should do? Buy a highlighter pen. I really should. Yeah, let's hide the mark up the computer. As mentioned before, here it comes. Finally, the object comes in. She predicts that uh, the aliens will attack the Earth. That was the whole gist of that stupid thing. Aliens may invade invade the Earth alarmingly soon, according to Bubba. And she, you know what kills me is they. they yeah, you're killing you're the right, story, yeah. I know it's a, it's basically this old blind lady, the Notre Dame of the Bach predicted all these things. But like they talked about this asteroid, it is supposed to happen in 2022. Well, it happened mm-hmm. in 2017. They talked about this Might other be a different one. I know it's like all these other ones. They they move them around to make it fit the thing. So I mean, what's your thought? You read the article. You're much better than I did. I, I if you had read, I, you know, actually had the article, I would have let you read it, but. If I had the article, but fortunately, I read this the 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 of this lady some weeks ago. So, whilst the details this came out yesterday on my yeah, she's she's well known. Okay. Um, Whilst my the you know the the minutiae might be a bit sketchy, I am familiar with Baba Yaga um, and her predictions. Some of which, as you say, if you move them around a little, they can be made to fit. Um, which is often the case but it's interesting when you talk about 2022 that the most um you know the big news for 2022 is an alien invasion well she kind of missed out on a major war in her own backyard um which is currently taking place which is affecting not just the region but the entire world um, she's also miss, missed out on, uh, she got the pandemic wrong, unless she's referring to the mini pandemic epidemic of monkeypox, which they yes, as. So, you know, with a lot of these, over on the West Files, we used to have, um, when the show was in its earliest days, we used to do a weekly piece called, How's the World Going to End This Week? And we were never short of a story because there were that many end of the world doom and gloom predictions and prophecies that we could always find a current one for that week, that month on, on, you know, for, for that slot on the, on the, on the show. And, you know, some years ago I was doing a radio show uh, up in Liverpool and uh, one of the guests on the, on the phone line was, uh, a medium from, I believe, Chicago, who had predicted, he claimed, um, on the New Year's predictions for um, 1999. Now, hang on, what year was 9 11? 
God, that was a stupid question, but I've forgotten the year. Is it 2000 or 2001? Ron? Yeah. 9-11, what year was it? Anyway. 9-11? Yeah. What do you think? 9-20,011. No, 9-11. Yes, 9-11. Was it 2011? Wasn't it? Wasn't it 10 I oh, forget it. Never mind. You're asking around. Anyway, anyway. It was, I'm pretty sure it was 9/11. It was 2011. Anyway, the the December prior, he did an a you know series of predictions in the Chicago Tribune Herald um, newspaper for the year ahead, and um, he then claimed that that article contained a precise uh, prediction of 9/11, and he trumpeted this around the world and 2001 sorry that's what i thought proclaimed proclaimed that he was you know one of the only psychic to have predicted accurately 9 11 um as we knew he was coming on the show the host had you know said oh we've got another guest on the show tonight in the second hour Uh, i got on the station's computer and pulled up the newspaper article fortunately it was online and had the 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 uh, article in front of me on the screen and the guy came on and he was saying yeah i was the only psychic ever to predict 9 11 and blah 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 i predicted it you know months before um you know in the december of the previous year in the uh, year ahead forecast mm-hmm. and i said well i've got the article i've got the original article it was produced on december 30th 90 uh, 2000 um so which part of the article or the prophecy refers to 9-11 because I've just read it through and I can't see anything about 9-11. And he said, well, you know, you're just not reading it right. And I said, well, just explain to me then because, you know, you're you're trading on this idea that you're, you know, you're selling yourself as the only medium to have predicted 9-11, blah, blah, blah. And he was getting quite cross. And I, I said to him, well, all I, he said, well, you know, you've got to read it properly. Um, so <clears> I did. I, I read the entire news piece on air and it, he stopped me and he said, that's the part. I said, what, the part about uh, fire falling from the sky? Oh, here we go with that again. Notre Dame has predicted that too. All the, 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 the he claimed that his prophecy, which said, uh, in the coming year, we'll see large fires and fireballs falling from the sky. I said, well, that's not exactly 9-11, is it? I mean, you could claim that was a meteorite, an yeah, asteroid, comet. a comet, a plane crash. You yeah. know, it's so vague that it would fit 10 Actually, or 15 could different even... scenarios. It could even be a bird that crossed into a solar solar uh, well, powered I mean, station. <laughs> and, and this is the problem with, you know, as you said before, there was uh, an un, unusual deep space um, planet crossing asteroid in 2017. Which is that, more than that, we get that, that all the had, time. That had scientists baffled because they said this thing didn't come from the Kuiper belt or the asteroid belt. This thing has come from, you know, deep space mm-hmm. with, this was a you know a real rogue, um, but people have tried to fit it to uh, Nostradamus, to Baba Yar, uh, Baba Yaga, and uh, 
that's the problem with prophecy. And you know what the problem with this article is, is, you know, they, they give you the headlines that says aliens may invade, invade uh, alarmingly sewer, according to Mystic. And you go through 20 pages of freaking thing to get to the very bottom. And it's just a little thing. And this could this thing. Uh, yeah, th- oh, what? what? Yeah. yeah, it's, it's it terrible. I mean. You know what they could have said? There's a, a, a blind mystic who died in 1970 predicts that a, a unforeign object will be carrying in there and it'll be aliens who will visit. And it's like, OK, you know, but no. Well, you things. see the, you, you see the same when you go to uh, for a psychic reading or you see a, a, you know, a medium standing. You see it when you go for ghost hunting, when people do ghost I, hunting. I'm, I'm getting the name uh, a letter J yeah. um, and they've got a beard and it, it's a J, J, J. Does anybody? It's just it's vague. Mm. It's vague to the point where I've stood, sat in an audience with some of Britain's top psychic mediums, and I've watched them um, give out messages. And I've watched when they 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 say, "Oh, I'm I'm getting a message. It's it's a male. He's in his thirties or maybe his forties." Or he's a young-looking older man, um, and he died suddenly. Can anybody take this? And you see nine or ten hands going up. Oh yes. And then they say, uh, you know, and you watch as people try to fit the message to why they're there, because often they're there to get a message from a, a, a deceased loved one, and it's quite. Do, entertaining amusing but somewhat depressing to watch these people almost vying for it to be their their you know take ownership of that reading and have it come to them uh you know to the point where details that you know and and he died in a motorcycle like well he didn't die you know my my uh, relative he didn't but he once walked past a motorcycle and said that's cool i'd like one of them but he died because he got struck by lightning. Mm. Um, you know, it's kind of like a desire within us to know the future. We want to know what's going to happen. You know, will Russia attack NATO? Will gas prices reach $10 a gallon? Will Biden stand for president in 2024? Will I meet the... And then there's more personal stuff like, will I get a good job? Will I get lots of money? Will he yeah. come back? Will she come back? You know, will my has my partner been cheating on me? And and we 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 kind of fit the answers to, to what we want. To what we want. Which is, you know, we gotta take a break soon, but well. And that's soon. the problem because the yeah. information is vague and it's very subjective, and it's yeah. how you take that yeah. information. Yeah. And also, uh, you, you know, it's also you do the same thing in ghost hunting. When people listen to these things, they they hear it. They try to make it to fit. But anyways, we got to take a break. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Steve Pass and Ron Colk right here on Tojinet. Uh, brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street, Methuen, Massachusetts. The Gallant Messier Family Law Group. And our very good friends on Patreon. Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. We'll be right back. Welcome to Tokinet. 
Radio with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk gobbledygooky, the Parax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parax family. They're strange. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous as we give awards to the Parrax family. And now we're properly back. Welcome to the second half of the first of the two-hour Ghost Chronicles extravaganza. What happened there? You started talking over the tunes. No, they stopped on my end. Yeah, but they stopped too soon because if you play the tune to its logical conclusion, it must have faded out soon. Oh. You should know. You should. You should listen to the music because I know I have, which I'm which, so which part of the tune to come in on. I'm not having a good day. You're not, are you? No. Well, it's National No Panties Day tomorrow. Yes, it is. It, today. Today's the 22nd. Today? Yes. Well, you've got, that's what's wrong with you. You've got nothing to yeah. get the bunch over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, you know, yeah. Uh, this woman been sending me all their pictures, and that was a big mistake. All right, moving Ooh. on. Uh, moving on. Okay, so. Quickly. I, I don't know if you noticed on my Facebook page. But I reposted a post from our friend. Uh, well, my friend. I don't know if you know him. Uh, oh, Shaw. Tim Shaw. Uh, what the heck's his name? Yeah. And uh, he talks about a company that people buy paranormal equipment from. You mean, well, let's name names. He's, he's referring to paranologies. Yes. And he's and he said that that he, he sent the money and he's been trying to get in touch with them and it's been going on for two years and basically they've supplied nothing and they don't want to take ownership of the problem. Right. Other people complained their law. Yeah. So so I mean, is that something that we should do as as part of our job? I mean, will yes, we have people like yeah. that? Yes. Yeah, I, I think we should. And we did with uh, the Ghost Ark, um, oh, which, was a, which was another money-making scam where people, you know, there were hundreds of people who had sent money, never received product, uh, <coughs> or had received faulty goods and complained. And eventually the, the, uh, the guy behind the whole scam 
an Italian um, basically just disappeared and took everybody's money. And, you know, paranologies have been around for a while. Now, I don't think you should you should beat a company to death just because of one screw up. But, you know, this idea of, oh, well, we don't want to name, we don't want to say who they are, but we'll give you lots of subtle clues. No, if there's a problem, you know, it's it's down to it's down to the company to fix the problem, to keep their reputation good. And I don't think that they should be, you know, um, unduly worried about having their name mentioned. And I certainly don't have any qualms about mentioning their names if 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 a company, you know, if I have a, a problem I, with phone line, I get on to by, the by, wait a minute, by the way, though, by the way, we have not personally experienced any of this with this company. So it's no, no, we we're, have no, we're account, no we're recounting. We're recounting um, somebody else's experience. But exactly. I don't have a problem because, you know, if if our um, broadband falls over, fails, then mm-hmm. I, I, I found that using the, you know, the um, the normal complaints line never gets anywhere because you just end up with a call center. And, but if you go public straight away onto Twitter, um, you get a very fast response. So I think it's a perfectly legitimate um, way of complaining. And, and if you go onto Tim Shaw's feed and, and uh, look at it, you'll see there's a potpourri of people yeah. that uh, have been... Uh, I mean, you know, lots money to go with them. Yeah, things go wrong. You know, occasionally things go wrong. Exactly. And that happens to even the best companies. And, you know, I've had problems with Apple. I've had problems with Amazon. One of the things, one of the big standouts is how they... Uh, take ownership of the problem and how they deal with the problem. And I've got to say, uh, my dealings with when I've had problems with Apple and Amazon uh, may not reflect everybody's experience, but mine have always been very positive and they have an excellent customer service. And I know, I mean, for me personally, customer service is something, uh, if I had a business, it's something, you know, I take, I would take very seriously. The same as you and I both have a a small but public uh, side to what we do. You know, we have people that want to buy our books or want to listen to the radio state, uh, the radio show, and they want to make a comment. And I always try and take the time. If somebody's taken the time to make a comment um, or or reached out to to uh, uh, you know ask me a question then I always, you know, feel that wherever I can, I will respond. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I, I just think that's polite. Yeah, it's, it's definitely. And if I, was, if I was making equipment for paranormal investigators and somebody had reached out to me on a number of occasions to say, hey, I've got a problem, you know, for it to go this length of time, it wouldn't be a case of, uh, you know, just wave them away. And it, I and, think, and, you know. The interesting thing about it, too, is that a lot of these people that buy these equipment uh, have a media presence. And, uh, you know, it, if you're a company, your reputation is basically what drives your company. If you don't have a good reputation, you won't be around for long. Uh, so you think they would 
go, especially go out of the way uh, because of that. But it is what it is. What do we know? What do I know? Well, yeah, I, I that always kind of winds me up a little bit. You know, you get these um, influencers, as they're now called, mm-hmm. and they they think that just because they are uh, a lit, you know, they have some followers. Um, that that makes them entitled to a better standard of service. They, you know, they want an upgrade on a flight. They expect. You no, know, I understand that, but but uh, they all, I don't think the, they should get any better service from a company. No, all I'm saying is that he realized that you do have people that uh, that company, for instance, uh, have some people that have some influence. I mean, oh, you yeah. and I, you and I are now talking about this on the air to Yes, we are. Our, uh, so I mean, that, that's certainly not going to help them. But no, it's not. Uh, I mean, but I, I, I would wager that um, I'm not defending them either. And, and mm-hmm. I, I do stress this. This is not a personal experience. Uh, we're right. talking about somebody else's experience. Exactly. And, but somebody who who we know, somebody who we're aware of. and Somebody, somebody who, I respect. And somebody who we trust. Yeah. Um, but. I'll also I'll also wager that for uh, you know for every person who does complain and says I had really shitty service, there will be another one saying, well, I I had great service. Uh, yeah, the one that got their product. But, but you know, <laughs> it kind of it kind of does um, reflect badly on the company. It does when when you do get negative publicity. I mean, when uh, I was in business, for, I was in business for over twenty five years and. Uh, my, my name was my company. That was important. Uh, you know, you, you protected it. You, you wanted a good reputation. Uh, you know, it's just like having a CV where you get references. It's, it's important that you have good references. Uh, So, yeah. And Paranologies are one of the big companies, you know, they're not, you know, they're not a little, um, out of the garage backstreet operation. No. It's similar to ghost, ghost stock, right? Only probably not yeah. as big yeah but but you know there has been and i'm you know tim was aware and you know he's he's a very respected guy um mm-hmm. and he would know that companies have problems he will know that there's been a pandemic and there are supply issues but that's not the issue uh they should reach out to him and say you know We'll resolve this. We'll work especially, together. Especially if he, he's reached out to them and haven't heard back. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's that's, that's where it sucks. Okay. So, uh, do you have anything you want to bring up before I bring up the next subject, or are you good? No, no, move on. Move on. All right. So, uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, our good friend, uh, a, a uh, member of uh, Ghost Chronicles uh, Radio Patreon. Uh, at least his wife is, uh, and that would be Jason Doobie. And uh, he's the one that designed our uh, logo, you know, the one with uh, Ian, yourself, me, and Lou uh, on. And uh, so anyways, I had reached out to him to do a special project for me, which was going to be Ouija board for Spirit Quest. And uh, I was amazed because he wouldn't do it and it's not that he wouldn't do it for me he just wouldn't do it because it was was a ouija board yeah it's funny um i i i remember some years ago 
um, a long time ago now. Mm -hmm. A friend of mine had a new age shop, not unlike Circles of Wisdom, for those that know it. And they sold, you know, in the shop, they they sold all manner of um, new age crystals, um, books, wands, all this sort of paraphernalia. Uh, But one of the other things that they did is they had a number of rooms upstairs where people could book readings. Um, And one day we had a new product line shipped in, um, Ouija boards. Oh, sweet. And I've been there and they they were all unpacked and they were getting ready to go out on display. And one of the uh, psychic readers um, who who was coming in to do some paid readings um, got really freaked out and said that they're evil and that they're nasty and that she wouldn't come in um, whilst they were in in the shop. Um, or that we, you know, she would have to come in through the back door because she couldn't be anywhere near them. She, they were so evil, she could sense their presence um, ah. of just of just the boards themselves. Now, so brand say, new boards, not even used, they're evil. Yeah. So, okay. so it was the line of they are so evil, I can sense their presence. They disrupt, they you know, they disrupt my psychic uh, aura. Yeah. Well, psychically smell them. So she was due in two or three days later. And I got, I was, you know, she was coming in the afternoon. I was there in the morning and I spent the morning um, getting her room ready for her. Oh, um, no. Laying out the tables and the chairs oh, no. and taping beneath the table <laughs> on the underside of the table was taped a Ouija board and the planchette just stuck underneath with masking tape and she came in and she did her readings and the clients came in and you know blah 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 and she left and i said how did it go tonight oh she said it was the spirits were really coming through it was a really good (laughs) session and blah 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 i said did you notice anything unusual no, no, no. Uh, did you use any incense in the... I said, no, but the Ouija board taped underneath your table. You didn't seem to notice that too much either. Oh, my God. She got really cross about she that. Complained. Oh, she was. Oh, uh, she turned into a proper Karen. Funny enough, that was actually her name. <laughs> but, okay. no, she didn't know it was there at all. I, but, I mean, I... Why... it's funny how people have these uh beliefs yeah ideas yeah you know i mean i uh, when i was uh in my early years what was that don't know you in your early years i mean that was a long time ago i heard a voice you didn't hear a voice no that was evp we'll play it back on the podcast and see what it's like anyway uh so in my early years, uh, when I was investigating, I used to wear a uh, uh, onyx, cr- not no, not onyx, uh, hematite cross uh, when I went out to investigate. It was, it was pretty nice, actually. It looked good under my, you know, my turtleneck and my shirt. It was fine. It looked cool. So, anyways, uh, the you class broke. Look, yeah, I know it. Uh, <laughs> so the class broke on it. So uh, I brought it to circles because I know the, a lot of them there and to, to repair it. So uh, Maureen was with me, in fact, and I, I put the cross down. I says, can you fix this crash? She picks it up and she drops it. She says, oh, I'm not going to touch that. She says, this all negativity and, and evilness in that. And it's like, oh. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> so she wouldn't fix it. So. Uh, well, you know, it, is it, or is it just? A, is it interesting because it's a, it shows a, an interesting characteristic trait um, in humans that they can attribute evil properties to inanimate objects, like the crying boy painting, right? Like, you know, like haunted objects, like dolls and Ouija like, boards. Yes, like most of the haunted objects. I really believe that that they use those objects as scapegoats for their own uh problems that they have and uh so they they well you know i mean weird weird stuff happens all the time you know there's there, there, there are noises there are sounds that you can't immediately attribute uh some of them might sound like something else but that doesn't mean to say that it's the fault of the new doll that you you know or the new ornament that you've put on display or the fact that you know there's a Ouija board there. Right. Now, I think the biggest problem with Ouija boards um, is... Movies. Um, well, it's the Hollywood reputation, but yeah. um, it's also um, the attribution of evil to the board itself. Mm. And, you know, we both know people who collect Ouija boards. You and I both do. Well, I mean, not as big as that extensive. We know people that have got extensive collections of Ouija boards. Yeah. And they've, you know, no harm has ever befallen them. It's kind of like the opposite way around with people who believe in the power of crystals and stones. Or even a four leaf clover. Well, let's stick to crystals and stones for a minute, because <laughs> okay. as as you know, almost every crystal and stone has an attribution of uh, things it can do that are beneficial. You know, if you carry an amethyst, uh, the old story is that you'll, you know, you'll always have good health. If you carry a citrine, you'll always have money, blah, 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 blah. Um, well. So that's my problem. Yeah, I mean, I I, the, new, the New Age shop I, I worked in, um, I was telling you about before, they had a giant citrine uh, by the front door, and they eventually oh, cool. went bust. They eventually went bust. <laughs> <laughs> the, woman, the woman that owned it, uh, you know, surrounded herself. Her home was, it was like an amethyst palace because <laughs> she loved amethyst. And she was constantly sick and ill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's kind of like it's more about the person, you know, that the person can believe that cardboard and wood or crystal or a doll can have these powers. Um, it, I think it says more about the human condition than the anything that might be attached to the object. There are objects that are said to be cursed and haunted. Yeah. Um, in fact, you and I both have got several of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you have made mo- a big deal out of some of them, um, like the picture. Deal. Oh, like don't mention picture. that picture. Shh. But I've I've got. I'm getting death threats for it. So <laughs> I've got as many, you know, um, haunted and cursed objects in my office and around mm-hmm. the house. And everything's just fine and dandy. Unless having, you know, some good ones and some bad ones is, is like kind of like cancelling it out. 
Yeah, I think that's what it is. You know, because be. there are, yeah. because you know, next to the cursed, you know, the demon-infested cursed dagger mm-hmm. is a statue of you know the Blessed Virgin Mary, yeah. which has been blessed by the Pope. There's a papal, there's you know, the several papal blessings adorning yeah. the walls. So maybe that's you know, maybe I'm. And wait a minute, and you've got all those fine objects you receive from what the heck's his name, Father P. Uh, Poppy or something like that. Oh, that uh, the American Christian guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Most of them. I'll be honest. Most of them have gone in the trash now. Oh no! Oh. Well, you know, what can you do? Uh, no. You can only have so much room. But in fact, funnily enough, today the only thing that, that's that's um, that's gone wrong in the last forty-eight hours. Was talking to me. No, was. <laughs> I tripped over a bottle of holy water (laughs) (laughs) because I was recently gifted a bottle of holy water and um, I was moving stuff around and I stepped backwards and stumbled over it. Mm -hmm. So kind of, I don't know, was that that a sign? No, no, no. Seal bottle. So, you know, was that a sign? Yeah. You should go back to church. But it, but it's um, you know with Ouija boards, they are they're an interesting. I mean, it's a it's a it's a child's game. It's a parlor game. It's officially licensed as a game. You can go and buy it in Toys R Us in America. Yep. Um, you know, so I don't see the issue with Ouija boards. But if people don't like them, then that's their bag. I'm not yep. going to force them. I, yeah, with the exception of that medium. But that was really to test her claim that she could sense them. Right. You know, I, I would never enforce somebody to participate in a Ouija board session. Oh, no, I no. Never, I would never forcibly do anything against somebody's will. That's, but that's, I, what, I, that's what I it, told Jason. I says, you know, that's the one thing I believe in. If yeah, you're not comfortable I, doing something, don't yeah, do it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I just respect people's beliefs and ideas. Um, you know, if they believe that they want to avoid these things, then, then that's their bag and mm-hmm. good on them. Uh, they yep. don't, you know, they don't make me give up my collection of Ouija boards and I'm not going to make them sit in a room with their collection of Ouija boards if it makes them feel uncomfortable. Exactly. You know, uh, a while back, uh, uh, not this last priest, but the priest prior to him, uh, he uh, he did a, a search on me because they had made me steward uh, at the church. And, uh, of course, it pulled up a whole purpose. Yeah, no, not criminal. My paranormal past. So, anyways, I got I got called in, and I spent about an hour and a half with him, and and he he asked me a, a paporia questions uh, on uh, the paranormal and everything else, which which I answered truthfully. And one of one of the things is, what's your thoughts on Ouija boards? And I says uh, I collect them, uh, and then I stopped and said, you do know they're only a game, right? <laughs> So he's like, oh, okay. It's and any of those objects, it, whether it's the cursed objects or, or Ouija boards or anything else, we empower the evil in them, meaning that our mind creates that evil in a lot of cases. Well, I, I, want, I want to put a rider on, what, on everything we've said so far because oh, Ouija, boards, Ouija boards can be dangerous. Ouija boards can be harmful. Oh, yes. Yes, because if people believe that, you know, the the message that the the board is spelt out or Mm -hmm. 
um, that interacting with the board or having a board in the house, mm-hmm. it can be so troublesome and worrisome for them. It can create genuine anxieties and genuine psychological uh, mental health issues for people mm-hmm. um, that can manifest, you know, as real conditions. So they they can exacerbate, you know, I, I remember, you know, the old kids thing, you know, the, you all club together and you, know, you coordinate that the board will, you know, spell out, you will die or yeah. death. Um, but there was, you know, there is always the nervous kid and we used to laugh at them as kids. Um, there was always the nervous kid and you would, you would push on it. You know, you would, I don't mean push on the board, but you would push on them then, you know, all oh, the board said you're going to die. And you, because, you know, we were, we were harsh and because we were cruel kids, you know, as an adult, you wouldn't do that. But people are, or maybe I would, be, you know, <laughs> people can be mo- uh, mentally harmed by Ouija boards. Agreed. The only you know, I've I've always said the only way that a Ouija board could physically harm you is if somebody picked it up, rolled it up and hit you with it. Mm. Um, but mental harm, um, you know, I do, you know, I did want to make that point that when I'm not dismissing the, the, the psychological damage that Ouija boards can have on people. Or, or cursed objects or anything else. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, if your beliefs are strong enough uh, to to be damaging psychologically, then... Yeah, that that is a real problem. That is a mm-hmm. real world problem that needs to be addressed. Right. And yeah, so we we express in our own particular opinions on this, and uh, and as I said earlier, and Steve as well, is that if you're not comfortable doing something, just don't do it. And so you know, take oh, what better we say. Still, yes. Pop it, pop it in a in a large box and send. And it send it to me. Yes. <laughs> or me. Yeah. What, we'll uh, we'll we'll re- we should start up a new service like para- paranormal and cursed object rehoming. Yeah. I mean, they do it for kittens and puppies and you yeah, know, why not? donkeys and yeah. Somebody needs to rehome all these old Ouija boards. Yeah. Oh, looks you like, can't have uh, them. You can't right. have them just cast out. It's the end of the show. Pizza. It's nearly the end of the show. Yeah, without the pizza bell. It's two minutes. Well, one minute better now. Do, better do Damn. the last word then. Got to get the last word, boy. Anyways. Get the last word in. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles uh, International with Steve and Ron right here on uh, Tojinet. And oh, wait, 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 wait. We've got a hold. <laughs> I was looking at the clock. I say, wait, but that's awful early for the earliest show. No, wait. We got to hold. It. This is like this is like a Starlink launch. You know, you get two minutes to go, and you 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 right. We got to hold. Yeah. So now we're in hold, and uh, now we're, we're just waiting now for the uh, for the clock to come down to two minutes. Yeah. Wait, so we're now down to two minutes, and uh, which we saw. You know. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. If you so, do if uh, you do the last word now, then people could get off the podcast early and switch on to a more interesting podcast. Anyway, uh, stay tuned for Ghost Chronicles, the original Ghost Chronicles <laughs> with Maureen and I, when our special guest will be the man who gave me the haunted iguana, Mary Iguana. Oh, God. Yes, it's Keith Johnson. And uh, so the lengths uh, you had to go to to get that bloody iguana. You're just jealous. You know it. I'm not. 
Yes, you not, are. Not of the iguana. You don't, you don't have a haunted iguana. And you don't have a crying boy. I do not, and I'm very sad about that. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a long minute or two. Uh, yeah. That's I don't the know last what it, word, Ron. Here it is. There's the one minute. Yeah, today's show is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, the Glant Messier Family Law Group, 15 uh, Merrimack Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Glant Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, not the end of the Massachusetts, and I could. Is friends that the number 15? Yeah, you know what? No, I, I screwed that up totally. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, oh, anyway. So our last, today's last word is brought to you by Voltaire. Speaking about people, uh, when asked by a priest Shocking. to renounce Satan, you said that thirty seconds. <laughs> yes, today's last word is brought to you by Voltaire, who who was dying, of course, and when asked by a priest to renounce Satan, his last words were, "Now, now, my good man, this is no time for making enemies." And that's the last word. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.